Welcome to Language During Mealtime. Certified speech-language pathologist and children's book author Becca Eisenberg brings you creative professionals from the language learning and children's education field. With these ideas, parents can help their children with special needs improve language and reading abilities. My name is Becca Eisenberg. Welcome to my podcast, Language During Mealtime, episode number 58. Today, I'll be interviewing Bridget and Alyssa Brawls. Bridget Brawls is a homeschooling mom, author, journal creator, freelance writer, and SCBWI regional social chair. Ah, blown away crash and alphabet misadventure, which she had the pleasure of creating with her daughter, is her third published picture book. All three of her picture books have received a reader's favorite five-star review, and her book, Pickles, Pickles, I Like Pickles, was chosen for the 2019 Read Across Connecticut program. Other writings of hers have been published in various places in print and online. She offers free coloring pages, teacher's guides, activities, activity ideas, and more information on her website at BridgetBrawls.com. Alyssa is a 12-year-old homeschooled student who knows the alphabet in English and French. She uses a computer program to create all the illustrations for Ah, Blown Away Crash, an alphabet misadventure, which is her first published picture book. So thank you so much for being here. I have Bridget and her daughter, Alyssa, to talk about their book today. Thank you very much for letting us be here today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm really excited to talk. I, you know, I'm excited to talk to both of you. And I think what's going to be so wonderful is just to hear from a 12-year-old perspective um, you know, just about publishing the book and how you created it. So the first question I wanted to ask you is about the process in publishing uh, Blown Away Crash. And also if you could talk about like what also prompted you to, um, with the title, as far as like how you decided to, to name the book. Definitely. So uh, Blown Away Crash, an alphabet misadventure is a comical story told in alphabetical order with only one to three words per page. And it's about a bird who is blown away and crashes on a deserted island. And as he's trying to get off the island, he keeps getting scared of his own shadow. So at the end, he finally comes to his senses and realizes the solution to getting off the island. And Ablonoi Crash actually started all the way back in September of 2017 during one of my monthly writers meetings. Uh, We get together with a group of us once a month. We discuss picture books and writing and children's books and things like that. And that day, we had actually discussed picture books with unusual formats. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but one of the books we discussed was one called Oops, Pounce, Quick, Run, An Alphabet Caper by Mike Tuohy. And that is also a book written in alphabetical order with only one to two words per page. So one of my author friends who was at that meeting that day challenged us to write a book using a similar format as Oops, Pounce, Quick, Run. And so I did. And I came up with the idea, many of the words actually for Ablonway Crash, while I was on my drive home from the meeting. And then once I had all of the words for it, my daughters, both my daughters actually, and I created a dummy of the book out of papers we stapled together. And with the dummy, it was made of illustrations that we had drawn with colored pencils. And it was actually helpful when I was working on the real illustrations because I could look at that and see what had made me laugh or where certain things were in the pictures. I knew I didn't need to have the exact same illustrations as the ones in the dummy, but many of the illustrations did end up being very similar. So after my daughters and I had created that 
first on me. I actually brought it back to my writers meeting and the members of my writers group actually saw potential with it. Um, now I don't obviously trying to come up with words for V, W and X are a little tricky. So my first ones were not that great. So they helped me to think through it and work through it. And I looked into some options for publishing it in 2018 and early 2019, but finally towards the end of 2019, I asked Alyssa if she'd be interested in illustrating the book and she said yes. And by that point, I had been growing more and more interested in graphic design and I'd always like to draw in color. So when mom asked me to illustrate the book, I thought it'd be a good experience for me learning how to design graphics. So I ended up bringing that edited version back to my writer's group for even more input. And again, they asked me more questions, gave me suggestions for like the U, the V, the W, and the X. Because like I had said, it has only one to three words on each page. And then I had previously published a hardcover version of my book, Pickles, Pickles, I Like Pickles, with the self-publishing company Ingram Spark. And I had also had experience self-publishing with KDP Print for all my published soft cover books and journals. So I just decided to use both Ingram Spark and KDP Print for publishing Abloneway Crash, which makes it available in both softcover and hardcover versions. And as far as coming up with the title of it, I was actually on my way home from my writer's meeting, and that's what popped in my head was, ah, blown away, crash. And then it just continued from there. And so like, oops, pounce, quick run, it has the O-P-Q-R. I was trying to think of what would be a good title. And I just stuck with that ah, blown away crash. And I wanted everybody to know that it was an alphabet book, but the bird isn't really on an adventure. He's kind of scared trying to figure out how to get off the island. So I, I just titled it with the alphabet misadventure because I thought it was something fun. You know, it's something, even though the bird's a little scared in the story, it's not something that children are going to be afraid of. It's comical and just a good way for parents to talk with kids about maybe their own fears that they might have. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, there's so many great things about this book. I mean, I think just as a speech pathologist, I love that it's, you know, it's colorful, the words pop out and I love that there's a story behind it. It's not just sort of like noun based. You know, it's it's a whole story. And so I have a question for Alyssa. So what computer program did you use to illustrate the book? So I used Affinity Designer. And when I had started designing more, we were looking into design programs that I could use. And so mom was going to get that for my birthday. But then we ended up getting that earlier. But... <laughs> I I use Affinity Designer and that really worked very well for me. I was able to learn how to use it very quickly and it helped when I was doing the illustrations and then putting it in the book and I think they turned out pretty well. I think it looks great. What I love is the contrast because the thing is, is that you don't need like a ton of like when I'm, you know, I'm like looking at the book right now. What I love about it is that the bird just sort of stands out and mm-hmm. the stand out. And then, you know, sort of the background changes over time a little bit. I actually wanted to ask you one more question. So just about the software program. Um, was that hard for you to figure? I mean, as a 12 year old, is that something that, you know, you figured on your own or you, or you and your mom sat down together? 
and, um, and kind of figure it out together? Or is that something like, how did you learn that software program? I will let her answer that because she is so quick on that, that program. It is unbelievable. We definitely didn't sit down to learn it together. I am really amazed. So I'll let you, I'll let her explain how she learned that. So learning that Affinity Designer was actually pretty straightforward for me. Um, I have looked at other stuff. So for me, things are just kind of easy to understand. But for the things that I didn't understand, I mostly went online and looked it up, trying to figure it out. Um, Otherwise, I would just explore on there and try to figure it out. But no, mom didn't really sit down next to me. Most of the time, she was a lot more confused than me. (laughs) Well, yeah, I think young kids also, they kind of figured this stuff out super quick. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, so can you just talk about, I mean, as far as like how long it took the two of you from beginning to write the book to publishing the book? Well, I actually, like I said, the the original idea for it started all the way in September of 2017. So it was quite a, you know, a few years in the making, but it was finally the end of 2019 when I asked Alyssa if she'd be interested in it. And she was, and we actually got a finished designer which is the program she used in December maybe the end of November so from the time you know for her to create all the pictures and put it together and everything it it only took us a few months to do Uh I believe Um, and she had seen me because I had previously published two other books too so she had seen me doing that process before and even though she hadn't done it she was kind of familiar with the process So, you know, she was able to get all all the illustrations together. And that's part of it that we were able to work together on is figuring out how to lay out the pages and where we wanted everything in the book. Was there something else you wanted to say? No. So was, was part of like just publishing the book, was that also part of your homeschool curriculum as well? Like did you incorporate it into your homeschool curriculum? We did not incorporate it into our curriculum. Um, Next year. She will actually be in ninth grade this upcoming year. So uh, she will be doing some writing classes and things like that. And actually last year, one of the classes she did have was a graphic design course, which she absolutely loved. <laughs> she created logos and shirt designs, brochures, um, book covers. Yep. So, you know, it, it's not something that we had as part of the curriculum for homeschooling, but it was, I guess, an added bit to it with all the other courses and things that she has been taking at home for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so wait, Alyssa, are you 12 now or now you're 13? Like right that? now I am 12. Oh, and you're going into ninth grade. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So that's, I mean, that's cause I also think just for, I mean, I don't, I don't homeschool, but I would think that there's definitely ways that you can incorporate that into a homeschool curriculum. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, there's so much learning involved. And as far as also just like children's literature. Um, but if you could talk, Bridget, if you could talk a little bit about your reader's guide and the free printables on your website. Sure. Um, well, as a homeschooling mom, obviously, I'm trying to make everyday experiences that are relatable to the kids and learning opportunities. So the first actually fun extra we created was shadow puppet printables. Um, I don't know. Is it okay if Alyssa tells you about the shadow puppet printables that she created for it? Yeah, of course. I would love that. So I made the shadow puppets 
So they are shaped like a palm tree and a cloud and finch. And he's the bird, even though he's not actually a finch. So um, we decided to call him Finch, even though that's not actually in the story. And then the shadow puppets can be printed and then cut and attached to either straws, craft sticks, or chopsticks, if you happen to have them. So if you hold them up in front of the flashlight and you're in a dark room, you can play with the shadows. And my sister and I actually had a lot of fun making shadows with them. So so that was actually the first free printable that we had made was the shadow puppets. And then after we created the shadow puppets, I put together a 19-page teacher's guide to go along with the Oblonary Crash. And that's intended for ages like four to eight. And it can be done either in a classroom for teachers or at home, you know, if you're homeschooling. And then I included ideas in there for English, language arts, science, math, social studies, and art that all tie back to the book. And there's a lot of like behind the scenes type stuff that's in there too. So the English language art section includes reading comprehension questions that you can ask before, during, and after actually reading Oblo My Crash. And then also new, you know, new vocabulary, because there are a couple of big words inside the story. So it just gives suggestions for how to talk about the new vocabulary, alphabet practice, and writing practice. And then the science section offers fun activities to do for studies on birds, since Finch is a bird, on shadows, because that's in there, and then clouds and wind. And then the math section includes counting practice, adding and subtracting practice, a couple of word problems and shape practice. And then the social studies section discusses map skills, decision making, and then again, like I talked about before, further discussion about fears kids may have, because in the story, he's afraid of a shadow. And, you know, some kids, when they're really little, maybe they are afraid of their shadow. And then the Finally, the art section includes simple ideas for sculpting, drawing, painting, and crafting that kids can do together with teachers or with parents. And then included in the teacher's guide, I have the shadow puppet printables that Alyssa talked about. There's a simple maze in there. And then there's printables that you can cut out for like adding and subtracting. They're just pictures from inside of the book that you can cut out and then, you know, you can have little word problems or whatever. So if there's Three shark fins plus two shark fins equal five shark fins. And then you can try to even find the shark fin that's on one of the pages inside of the book, you know. So just incorporating that to go along with the book, too. And then um, all of that can be found either they're downloadable on my website, either within the teacher's guide or separately. And then I also have a printable on my website that has, like, alphabet recognition practice. So it just has all the uppercase and lowercase letters. And those can be printed. I'd recommend printing them on cardstock just so they're heavier duty. And those you can play memory with where you can flip them over and try to match the uppercase A with the lowercase A, you know, all the uppercase and lowercase letters together. Otherwise, I know when my daughters were younger, they loved scavenger hunts. So I would hide, you know, you can hide the alphabet around the house, let the kids run around after them and then see if they can match the letters together that way too. So all of that's available on my website under the fun extras tab. And then I also have on my Pinterest account, additional activities that can go along with the book too. So that's great. I think that's really especially great over the summer because, you know, with school ending and I know most, you know, I mean, all the kids not in school. Um, well, I guess some people back in school, depending on what your school district here, it's some of the special education programs are open. Um, but in general, most, I mean, all the schools are closed still. So I, I think that's also helpful for parents as far as it's like, as far as like finding activities for the kids, for young kids to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that those are great ideas that, you know, they're free and you could just print them out off of your website. One of the things I wanted to ask you is how did you think of 
the idea that the bird is scared of his own shadow? Like, is that something that you like thought of in the very beginning when you were writing the book or was it that you kind of wrote the words and you had, and then you came up kind of with the story afterwards? Like how did that work with, with regards to that? As I was coming up with the words for the letters, I was trying to figure out, I wanted to turn it into an actual story. I didn't want it to just be like A is for apple, B is for ball. So I was trying to figure out, you know, in a typical story, you've got an issue or a problem. So I was trying to think of a way to sneak that in there somehow. And as I was playing around with the letters, the shadow is just kind of what popped out. And I thought it would be funny (laughs) to use in it. So I guess it was one of those things that I thought of and considered on my drive home, but it took a little bit to figure out how to actually get it into the story with the letters. So, right. And I also just think, you know, for parents, like as a speech pathologist, like what I would do is like in the beginning, just kind of talking about like some prediction and be like, well, what do you think he's scared of? Um, because, you know, you don't really reveal that until like the middle of the book, what he's actually scared of. Um, mm-hmm. but kind of even asking kids, like say like friend question mark, who do you think is his friend? Like who, do, who do you think he's talking about? Right. Cause I feel like that could be even another kind of conversation starter with the book. Um, yeah. that's part of like what I do. Um, just when I'm reading books to kids, you know, we stop and we comment and we talk about each page. Um, and I think that's, you know, just even saying help, like, well, why is he saying help? What is he scared of? you know, um, like answering questions, but then I know you mentioned the vocabulary, but you know, just even like the page where it says, keep calm. Well, what does calm mean? Like what's another word for calm and the word enemy. I think a lot of kids don't know what the word enemy means. Um, so talking about, well, what is an enemy? What's the opposite of an enemy? Um, and I think it's just a good way for kids to, to learn new vocabulary because you learn so much new vocabulary when you're reading books. It's just mm-hmm. words that we wouldn't normally, let's say, have in conversation. Um, so I think it's just, uh, and also like, just like, I'm just seeing, I feel like realizing, like, what does that mean? Like when you realize something. Um, so, you know, people always say, you know, the alphabet looks like, but it's not really, it's a story. And there's like lots of different ways that I can incorporate it. Like it just even just, just for parents out there listening, let's say like, let's say like the word realize, like, okay, well, how would I use that in a sentence? Like I realized that, you know, I mean, I would just use it in a sentence as far as teaching the vocabulary. Um, so, but I'm, I'm sure all that stuff is also in your teacher's guide as well. And I think that's super helpful for, you know, people, parents who are homeschooling, but I also think that, you know, so many parents, um, well, I mean, with the kids out of school that, you know, we did, you know, we need, we definitely need activities. We need things to do. Um, and what's nice for me, I always like sort of activity based ideas. Um, so, you know, I, I have my, my kids are a little bit, well, I guess they're the same age, a little bit older, but, um, you know, I'm always looking for reading a book together. I'm always looking for like that reader's guide just to kind of help me along with some questions. Um, but anyway, so just the last question that I had was just about, you know, your other books, cause I know you've written other books and, you know, I just, Alyssa, I wanted to see if you were interested in any other future books with your mom. Um, so yeah, Abilinois Crash is actually my third published picture book. And then the first two that I have are Jobs of a Preschooler and Pickles, Pickles, I Like Pickles. 
And Jobs of a Preschooler is a rhyming picture book with only one sentence on most pages. And it's all about the jobs a preschooler may have throughout her day. And it actually came to me, you know, you often hear people say, oh, the jobs a mom has throughout her day. And I was thinking, well, preschoolers have all kinds of jobs that they could do, too. And it was it's a great way to introduce community helpers and other jobs people may have, because in the book, she's a scientist and she's a teacher and a veterinarian throughout the day, you know, playing during the day. And then my book, Pickles, Pickles, I Like Pickles, which was chosen for the 2019 Read Across Connecticut program, is about a boy who really likes pickles and he wants to grow pickles in his own garden. But he ends up being surprised there are no bread and butter pickle plants or dill pickle trees. And the story actually goes through the entire process of transforming seeds from the store into the uh, homemade pickles for him to enjoy. And so... Um, kids actually have a lot of fun repeating the phrase pickles, pickles, I like pickles throughout the story as they learn the process of creating the pickles. And then I've created multiple journals over the last couple of years too. But as far as future books with Alyssa, I, we're still determining that one. I'm in the process of editing a manuscript right now that I may work on with her, but we haven't completely decided yet. And I know Alyssa does have a couple other projects she's working on right now too. Yeah, so right now I'm editing a middle grade novel that I wrote. And my sister and I recently published our own activity journal in May called Write, Draw, Believe, 75 Plus Faith Building Activities for Christian Kids. It's meant for kids ages eight through 12 and has fun activities and Bible verses throughout. We hope to reach out to different places to try to sell the journal, but we have not done that yet. You can visit my mom's website for more information about that since I am technically not old enough to have my own website. Wow, um, you guys are impressive family. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of publishing. It's really, it's really amazing. It's really we had a lot of time on our hands with everything closed over the last few months. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's true. It's true. But you know what? I, I think that it's about what we do with that time. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I mean, you know, just like, I, I don't know, I think working on something with your child is a really special thing. And that you, you know, you always have that book and you'll always be able to look back and like know that you worked on that together. And I think it's a really wonderful accomplishment to work on a project with your child. I mean, I feel like, and also, you know, Alyssa, for you to work on with your mom, because, you know, you're not the first, like I actually interviewed another um, author who worked on a book with his son, and they were just talking about how wonderful that process is. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just really nice. So I look forward to seeing, you know, more of your books. And Alyssa, I'm definitely also going to put a link in there for the, the book that you worked on. I'm sure that you have. And if you have that middle grade novel at some point, definitely get in touch with me because um, I think, you know, that that would be just wonderful. I can't wait to can't wait to see that in the future. So is there anything else that you want to say before we finish up? Well, I guess like Alyssa was talking about before, there's more information for all my books and journals that I've published along with there's fun extras for all of the books that I have too. So I've got other teacher's guides on there. If anybody wants, I've got coloring pages or any of that. You're welcome to go to my website and print those off. No charge. You don't need to have the books in order to have them, you know, just something to do. And then I also have an email list. If anybody wants to sign up, I just send out a monthly e-newsletter. So you can know when more fun extras or books or journals are added. And the other thing, I just want to say thank you very much for the opportunity for us to join you today. This has been fun. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, thank you both for being on. I mean, I think, you know, it's inspiring to see a mother-daughter team. And also, you know, Alyssa, you're very articulate, you know, and I think it's very impressive. I think a lot of kids 
um, you know, inspire other, I think you inspire other kids because I think kids are just super creative and that you can publish a book at a young age, you know, that you don't have to be a certain, you know, you don't have to be a certain age to publish a book. Like I think some of the ideas that I've had, like I've had forever, you know, and I think that's, you know, kids are so creative as well we have such a great you know such a great imagination so definitely getting those ideas out and on paper for sure so well thank you so much thank you for listening today listen and learn with us at language during mealtime 